0: Thank you for joining us today on Drawing Near. This ongoing study of the Bible is designed to help and encourage us to draw near to God through the study and application of His Word. If you have any questions about the Bible or your walk with the Lord Jesus, feel free to reach out to me through my email address in the description section of this podcast. We have begun a new study through Paul's second letter to Timothy. In our last study, we looked at Paul's description of himself. In the opening verses of his letters. Paul most often identifies himself as an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God. A couple of times he acknowledges he is a slave of Jesus Christ, and once he states that he is a prisoner of Jesus. That led us to ask the question, who are you? Today on Drawing Near, we continue looking at verse 1. I encourage you to open your Bible and turn to 2 Timothy chapter 1 as we learn about God's will and promise. And as we prepare for today's study, let's pray together. Our Heavenly Father, we come before you today acknowledging our need for your guidance in our lives. You have saved us. You've called us to obedience. You're working in our hearts and lives to bring about our sanctification through the work of your Holy Spirit. Father, we pray that you would help us as we Study your word, not simply to be hearers of the word only, but to be doers. Father, we need your assistance in this because our flesh is weak. Strengthen our minds. Give us understanding. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Let's begin our study by once again reading the first two verses of Second Timothy chapter 1. It says, Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God, according to the promise of life which is in Christ Jesus, to Timothy, a beloved son, grace, mercy, and peace from God the Father and Christ Jesus our Lord. The first thing we see in verse 1 is that Paul is an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God. An apostle is someone who is sent. That's all the word means. He is a sent one. Jesus sent Paul to the Gentiles with the gospel message so that they might, through faith, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and become Jesus's body. We are the body of Christ. Jesus is our head. We can't state strong enough how revolutionary or how amazing this call to Paul was. Paul was a persecutor of the church. You can read that in the book of Acts. He was standing by consenting when Stephen was killed, stoned to death. Paul then, on the way to persecuting believers, is confronted with the Lord Jesus Christ in a bright light, and Jesus makes himself known to Paul, and Paul repents and trusts in the Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus makes known to Paul the great suffering he's going to experience as Paul lives out the will of Jesus Christ, lives out the will of God in spreading the gospel among the Gentiles. So Paul states he is an apostle. He is someone sent of Jesus Christ by the will of God. It's important when we look at the phrase by the will of God to understand God's will and our will don't always sink. Now, they should as a Christian. As a Christian, our desire should be to know and do the will of God. But we are in this sinful flesh, and this sinful flesh lusts or desires things that do not please God. And we need to know this. We're told in Galatians that we are to walk in the Spirit and not gratify the desires of our flesh. So Paul states that he is sent by Jesus Christ. He is an apostle of Jesus Christ, and this by the will of God. And then he says this unique phrase, according to the promise of life which is in Christ Jesus. How does that phrase fit with verse 1? Well, Paul, being called to be an apostle, being entrusted with the gospel message to Gentile believers, is serving the Lord Jesus by the will of God in this capacity and taking to them this promise of life which is in Christ Jesus. What is the promise of life? Well, the gospel tells us that we are in sin. And if we will repent of our sin and put our faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, if we will turn from sin and follow Jesus, that God offers us a promise of life, life eternal. We are born again, or as one letter says, begotten again of God. What an amazing thing it is to consider that we as sinners, we as rebels against God who have turned away, Isaiah says, all we like sheep have gone astray, we've turned everyone to our own way, How amazing is it that God has worked all of the things that he has done in order to make known to us this gospel message that there is salvation and forgiveness of sin in Jesus Christ, and then not just pardoning us, not just releasing us from our condemnation to hell, but giving us a promise of eternal life. You know, it would have been a very merciful thing if God simply forgave our sin through faith in Jesus Christ. But he not only forgives us in mercy, but in grace, he gives us adoption. He makes us join heirs with Jesus Christ. He promises us eternal life in heaven with everything that we read in the New Testament about what that entails. Paul is an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God, and this according to the promise of life, which is in Christ Jesus. And let's emphasize that. Which is in Christ Jesus. There is no other name given among men whereby we must be saved. Jesus alone is the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except by him. This promise of life is not in Buddha, it's not in Hinduism, it's not in Islam, it's not in Muslim, it's not in any denominational affiliation. It's not in doing good works. This promise of life comes to us from God the Father, and we can only receive it through faith in Christ Jesus. We need to know this. We need to understand that we must trust in Jesus Christ alone. We must accept the biblical gospel, the biblical way, and follow Jesus Christ. Because in Jesus Christ, we have wrapped up in him this promise of life. I thank God for his grace, for his mercy. I thank God for this clear revelation of the gospel message that we are sinners who need a Savior, that God sent a Savior to die on the cross, making full atonement for our sin. And that if we, through faith in Jesus Christ, will just believe in him, call on the name of Jesus, we will be saved. That's the promise of life, which is in Christ Jesus. Notice something, though, about what Paul says in verse 1. Paul clearly makes it known that he is not who he is by his own design or his own will. He's an apostle of Jesus Christ. By whose will? Paul's? No, by the will of God. He's an apostle of Jesus Christ according to the promise of life, which is in some philosophy? No, which is in Christ Jesus. Our relationship with God involves us coming to faith in Christ, living out the will of God in our lives, in the hope, in the certain understanding that we will receive the promises God has made. These great and precious promises, as I believe Peter states. I hope you know Jesus Christ as your Savior and Lord. I hope you have called on the name of the Lord, turned away from your sin, and are following him. If not, today you need to turn to Christ. Father in heaven, I pray that you would open our hearts and our minds to these truths, that we would see the power, the dramatic impact that it makes on our lives to be found in Jesus Christ, to be a servant of Jesus Christ in whatever walk of life we find ourselves in. And I pray, Father, that we would understand that we are in Jesus Christ by your will, that when we do what we're supposed to do in Jesus, we're doing that in accordance to your will. Thank you for the promise that we have in Jesus Christ, the promise of forgiveness of sin and eternal life, the promise of a resurrection to new life, that glorification, that transformation that takes place in the moment in a twinkling of an eye. And help us to understand that all of this is wrapped up in Jesus Christ. Without trusting in Christ, we have none of this. But through faith in Jesus Christ, we have all of it. Thank you for your grace, your mercy, and your love. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Thank you for studying with us today. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. Drawing Near is a ministry of FBC Tip City, based on the promise that if we will draw near to God, He will draw near to us.